0: It is a Tuesday edition of the Sporting Goss, heading for top of 20 degrees outside. Hope you're enjoying the show right around Western Australia on SEN Spirit 621 as well. Subiaco play Perth Thursday night footy at Mineral Resources Park. Bounce down is 10 past six and it's against two... Teams who I think are genuine contenders, Subiaco on top of the ladder and Perth had a big win over West Perth. Captain of the Mighty Lions, is Lee Kitchen. He's kind enough to join us once again on Sporting Goss. Uh, Welcome to you, mate. Uh, Good performance against Peel, but this is different. Thursday night footy.
1: Yeah, thanks, Goss. Always good to chat. Um, Yeah, pretty happy with the performance against Peel, Um, especially in terms of the first and the third quarter. We were were really strong. Followed up well for the footy. We played... um, the week before, particularly in the first quarter. Lost our way a little bit after that. Uh, Now a short turnaround heading into Perth, who are in in really good form.
0: They certainly are. and They were very good against uh, West Perth up there as well. And they're starting to get a few troops back, but they've been dealt a bit of a blow at the tribunal with Matt Rogers, one of their key uh, pillars there, uh, missing, of course, with the one-week suspension unless he contests it. But pound for pound, what's available to you at Subiaco? I saw Brandon Matera got through the game unscathed, which was a real buzz for him and his brother and, and the footy club.
1: Yeah, Brandon had a... Well, it, was, it was great to see him get some reward. Um, I guess when you see a bloke who's played so many AFL games and had a pretty uh, illustrious career in the AFL back, his dedication was unquestionable and um, with a lot of setbacks to keep working and plugging away to finally get a chance to pull the jumper on for the first first time. And it was a really important thing for him to play with his brother and, and, um, for Bailey as well. So it was nice to see that moment for the two of them and for the whole family. And it was great for the footy club, gave us a lot of energy too.
0: It certainly did. And it was a wonderful pre-game speech from Anthony Grover. I mean, what the footy club meant to him, who another one who went on with a wonderful career for the Fremantle Dockers. But uh, Groves uh, certainly did send that message through to everyone. When you walk into the footy club, it feels a special place. Uh, that was very lift uplifting. I only saw it posted after the game, but it certainly would have inspired the group.
1: Yeah, I think Grose is the, the perfect choice for that too. Obviously, um, having a history with Fish at both Freo and, and his his own um, history with Subiaco, it was a really a nice choice to present him his jumper. And I, I think that's an important thing that we've been making a, a habit of at the footy club, presenting a jumper with um, a past player and them sharing their their um, history with the club and, and also what the club means to them. So it's, it's a great way to kick off the day.
0: You talk about Perth being in a bit of form, which they are, and they're only going to get better. There is a big vibe around that they are starting to get some of their troops back over the next couple of weeks in particular. You can only concern yourself with what they're going to dish up on Thursday night. What are you expecting from Perth and how have you scouted them?
1: Well, I think the big part of that, there's been a lot of chat around about who they're missing, but um, obviously that means people have been overlooking who's been playing there because those guys have been doing a great job knocking off the reigning premiers and then West Perth, who I see as a final side as well. Um, so there's lots to learn. There's lots of new guys who are uh, getting their opportunity and making the most of it. Um, but it's, it's really been a big change for us that we've seen over the last couple of weeks is just their contest around the ball, um, that the pressure that they're bringing in, their will to win the contested footy. Um, they've got some great midfielders through there. Byrne's been playing really well. So, we expect a lot more of that, and, and the energy that comes with with youth and and people getting their first crack at it as well.
0: Yeah, they brought in a couple of uh, youngsters up there at at. Uh at West Perth and they got the job done, which sometimes uh, is that youthful exuberance and and the early season players who are having their first crack at it, they'll do the hard things. They'll run both ways. They'll do anything to impress. And don't want to bag any of the the old season campaigners kits, but it's the old blokes who probably just take the odd shortcut here and there in their ageing legs and ageing bodies. But Perth is certainly getting bang for their buck at the moment.
1: I can't come in on their ageing bodies, mate. I'd better be careful, too. I don't want to throw too many sticks there.
0: <laughs> Yes, I know. It was a loaded question. Uh, can I ask you, how do you how, uh, let's flip back a couple of weeks. The state game was a disappointing result. I saw a wonderful video presentation online that the WA Football League put out, um, giving us an insight into the build-up to that state game over there in Adelaide and, and Jeff Valentine's passion for the job. Uh, in summary, what was the whole experience like and what was it being uh, coached by a Romance? So it would have been a little bit different, but I thought his, uh, his investment was fantastic, especially at short notice.
1: Yeah, romance is great. Uh, I, I guess if you take the game out of it, um, or the result out of it more so than the game, mm-hmm. it, was an, it was an awesome experience. It was a great week, um, uh, awesome weekend as well. Disappointing that the, the fact that we weren't able to hang with them a little bit longer. Um, but in terms of being uh, romance coming in and Jeff coming in with a short, short turnaround and a short notice uh, to try and bring the group together, and uh, I thought he approached it in the perfect way. Um, did a great job and he's a great coach to play for. I think everyone really enjoyed playing for him. Uh, was, yeah, third one frustration being we we're just a bit disappointed with our performance.
0: Tell us a uh, last one for you. Lee Kitchen, our guest on Sporting Goss, the captain of Subiaco. Thursday night footy I like it. I think it just gives us something. And we know that the VFL has been playing Thursday night footy and they've been getting great mileage through Fox footy and the like. Um, We're not getting that massive coverage here in WA. But Thursday night footy, an interruption to the workings of a footy club and in particular the players who have to get off work early. and, And the game starts at 10 past six. So what time would you guys be called to the venue on a Thursday night or do you just treat it like it's a training night, so to speak, in regards to your preparation?
1: Uh, no, we treat it the same as if it was a game. So uh, two hours prior is normally when we'll arrive. So I guess 4.10. So there'll be a bit of shuffling for guys to get time off work. But look, most people are pretty understanding these days, Goss, I think. Um, I haven't had too, heard of too many challenges down at the club at the moment for people uh, getting, a, getting a off work early. So mm-hmm. I love it. I think it's good. You, know, you only have to wait five days to get to play footy again. The next one, the next one's a longer wait. But <laughs> it's something different. It's exciting. It's... Um, Playing under lights, playing under lights is pretty different, actually, mm, mm. than playing on Saturday afternoon in a different time of the day. So you got to, it is one of the challenges, mate. It can feel like a training night because it's at the same time you're coming down, and it's it's Thursday night. It's your captain's run, but it's quite the opposite of what a captain's run is. So mm, mm. that's the challenge with Thursday night footy.
0: Mineral Resources Park doesn't hold any fears for Subie. You've got good form there.
1: Yeah, it's a great. I think everyone likes going and playing footy there. Actually, it's normally a pretty provokial crowd, but the, the facilities are awesome. The deck's good. The change rooms aren't the the best of the change rooms. (laughs) But, I mean, once you get out there and the important part of playing footy, you you can't want more than that footy ground. So, um, fun place to play.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, uh, well, they're going to spend a lot of money on those change rooms in the coming years, which would be great for visiting teams as well. Appreciate your time, mate. I know it's a short week. I know it's a busy week. But thanks for joining us again on The Sporting Goss. And good luck Thursday night against the Demons. Cheers, Goss. Thanks, mate. There is Lee Kitchen, the captain of Subiaco, always gives up his time here on The Sporting Goss.